Hello, everyone, and welcome to the club. It's me, Rachel, and I'm here with my co-host, my mom. Hello. And today we are talking about stage five, what we call continuing the legacy. So this is the, I don't want to say final stage, because I don't know what comes after this. We're Mm -hmm. just entering this stage, so I don't know what comes after this, but in our journey, this is so far, the last stage so far. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So continuing the legacy. Um, Like I mentioned, I feel we're beginning to transition into the stage. And that's because we're finally at a point where we feel strong enough emotionally to help others and feel obligated, really, to be honest. Yeah, pay it forward. Exactly. Um, I will say that funerals are still very difficult for me still. Um, as well, I know my mom sometimes mm-hmm. too. Um, and so I do remember a few years after Rudy passed, I had a friend and she lost her brother and I had planned to go, of course, you know, again, because, you know, everyone was there for us and mm-hmm. you want to, you want to be there for them. Exactly. Too, and exactly. And then, you, you know, where she's at and what she's going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wanted to carry her. And, um, I do remember like even, you know, going out, I didn't have like black slacks or something. I went and got some, or I remember like picking on an outfit, like specifically, like, you know, making sure I had the right clothing and, Mm -hmm. you know, I planned to go the next day and and I set my alarm and I woke up and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I planned on it. I really wanted to be there for her, Mm -hmm. but I just couldn't bring myself to go to, to that funeral. And so... Um, I feel like that's kind of still a trigger for us with the PTSD. Um, with our PTSD, I think it's difficult because like we know exactly what the family's about to go through. Right. We know, you know, the shock that they're in, that initial pain in the heart, the darkness in the soul. Like we know exactly Mm -hmm. where they're at in that, you know, very beginning stage. So I think for us, that still kind of triggers like our PTSD. And so, um, and like when a person passes away, you know, in particular for us, like a, 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 someone lost their child or sibling, like we definitely cry for that person. You know, you, you mourn that person, you miss that person, you love that person. But honestly, I think the real trigger for us is knowing what the family is about to endure. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that said, I think, you know, doing this podcast, we're, we're continuing to heal. We're still healing. We are not healed. Uh, I will continue to heal until the day I die and see my brother again. And so that's just an ongoing process, but hopefully, you know, with the podcast, we can it, it can help us with that particular trigger that we still struggle with mm-hmm. and so so the reason why i brought that up actually is because with continuing the legacy it's for us you know you have we you have to be strong enough you have to be ready 
Um, and that takes a long time. So that's, you know, in the final stage. We have tried to continue the legacy in the past. But, you know, with hindsight, I don't think we were fully ready. And so Rudy passed when he was 35 for his 40th birthday. So he had already been gone five years. Five years. Yeah. Five years into this process, right? Mm. Um, a friend that he grew up with connected with me and said, you know, hey, I want to celebrate Rudy's 40th birthday. And he rented, you know, the, the bowling alley. We had it catered. Uh, there was a DJ, so of course there was dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Good food, music, dancing. It was held in our hometown, so mm -hmm. there were, you know, that that core thirty people that always celebrate yeah, they, everything. Pretty with us. much everybody showed but up. But on top right? of that, there were even more people because it was our hometown. Mm -hmm. So. I think it's like, you know, party with 50 people at the bowling alley with good food, mm -hmm. dancing. We had a cake, a birthday cake afterwards. We showed a video. And at that birthday party, I remember like, you know, I kind of made a little speech and going into the birthday party, I knew that I had talked to you guys about like how people were still helping us. And mm -hmm. they were still carrying us. And seriously, five years later, like we're about I to have know. a birthday bash yeah it was <laughs> not just like okay come and hang out with us like we had we ran in a hall okay yeah i know it was and i mean his friends good it was good together and we all did it but exactly like I'm happy that he did that oh yeah it was but for me again it was always like oh my gosh like how can we possibly ever repay everyone back mm -hmm. or show them like words cannot express our gratitude for, you know, you carrying us and just continuing to do things like this, right? Mm -hmm. So from there, I just kind of felt like all of these parties that we do and all these celebrations, there should be more that's coming out of it, you know? Aside from us coming together and helping our own grief, it's like I wanted to extend it past that. Mm -hmm. So at that party is where I kind of announced, like, we were beginning the Rudy Salas Foundation. And our goal was to raise money to you know to start a scholarship in his name and for culinary students and so that was the goal so we did fundraising and we i remember we infused some of that rosemary that you know heirloom yeah. rosemary that you had and we infused it with olive oil and we made, you know, olive oil with, you know, his, the label and the foundation label. And, and so we sold olive oil and we did cake pop, a cake pop oh, yeah, fundraiser for Mother's too, Day. Also, yeah. And there was like a cakewalk mm -hmm. kind of celebration mm -hmm. fundraiser. And, um, so we did a few, few things, things like that. Yeah. And. What we ended up doing was, um, prior to Rudy's death, we, as a family even, we um, would collect money, you know, donations. And uh, in our community, again, it, we would donate bikes. We would collect money from, you know, everyone we knew, and we mm -hmm. would get the money together and like a purchase, mm -hmm. purchase bikes. And so we did that for a few years. And there was a particular school that we would 
Uh, I used to work at the school when and um, when I still lived in the community. And so we donated, you know, 10 to 15 bikes at a time during Christmas time. It was always their last day of school before, before they their I, their break correct their holiday break and so it was kind of like and they a, always had like a rally on that yeah day too, and they so had that like was a good day so they would do like a raffle with kids uh-huh. like like um perfect attendance i believe right. for that you know semester and it, it's an elementary school and so uh and it is for underprivileged children and mm-hmm. so we went and you know would um collect money and do that with the bike so with this fundraising that's what we did with that we did bikes we donated bikes for a few years in a row and then um also with within the same community um backpacks full of school supplies yeah so that was something else we did so we never did the scholarship um but you know we gave back to um in different ways Mm -hmm. but i never really felt like i could lead it i never felt like you were ready no, I, I kind of did it out of, again, like, you know, it's again, these are just like survival, you know, slash coping mm-hmm. mechanisms. And and again, I just really wanted to say thank you so much to friends and family for like five years later, like still mm-hmm. wanting to celebrate my brother. Um, but, you know, we, we know we want to do this. This is still a goal of ours. But yes, I did like pause and put a break on it because, again, like I mentioned prior episode the rebuilding is up and down up and down mm-hmm. yeah depression rehab falling off right mm-hmm. and and i'm a leader i'm supposed to lead you know the group in fundraising and and you know uh networking and all mm-hmm. this and and i just i couldn't fully yeah but you know 100 but, uh, yeah 100 percent, let alone 150 percent. you know so i put a break on that and then again covid the house is burned and so yeah. um but so with this podcast, I feel like these are the beginning steps to, to transitioning back into that stage. Mm-hmm. Right. So the podcast is going to help us because it started again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're helping others. Mm-hmm. This is a different way of paying it forward. Right. Um, but we want to help even if it's just one person. We want to help another family mm-hmm. learn how to live with this pain. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I really do hope that, um, and that's the that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the goal. That this podcast kind of redirects us and get us back on that path, mm-hmm. and, and really focusing on a particular cause and beginning this, you know, the the foundation again. Whether that be, you know, with our original purpose, the scholarships for the culinary students, or or some other or way. Some but other way, yeah. we definitely will not want to but we, we will. will get back on that Rudy Salas foundation mm-hmm. and, and that's our way of continuing his legacy but there are other ways of you know continuing the legacy and you know you don't have to wait until stage five to do it mm-hmm. but yeah you know so that that's like a long-term goal but you know fundraising doing scholarships in their name planting trees you know, doing coastal cleanups, clean up the lake, even, you know, your local, uh, you know, lakes and oceans and, you know, continuing to celebrate them on their birthdays and the anniversaries, you know, keeping their memory alive is continuing the legacy. Sharing photos, videos, memories with generations after them. 
right? Mm-hmm. Doing things that they loved, knocking off things that were on their bucket list. Maybe you had a bucket list together, you know, knocking some of those things out. Mm-hmm. There are websites with digital candles, online memorial pages. Again, continuing the legacy, scrapbooks, photo albums. Um, we never did this, but we so wanted to do this. Oh, yeah. And now we can't <laughs> because... We don't have any, uh, any materials left, yeah. But I, I highly recommend this. I got this idea from a friend, his mm-hmm. aunt, um, I believe in Southern California, had done this. And he had sent me a picture of the final product, but it was their teddy bears, Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of this, but this was like the coolest thing. And they were, yeah. she had teddy bears made with, I believe her husband's clothing. And so, you know, they made like 15 bears or something like mm-hmm. that. And they distributed them throughout the family. Yeah. And that it was, was cool. So I cool. know. Like I these bears with their clothing. And right. I, I loved it. Um, but we actually never did that. We, we did have his clothing. And again, it's just, I, I you know, I don't beat myself up over it but I wasn't ready I couldn't do it Mm -hmm. and so um but I you know that's something I definitely recommend that is Mm -hmm. really cool you can dedicate a bench you know in a park Mm -hmm. at a you know maybe they played sports at a sports field you know their little league you know field um you can name a loved one after them Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I love that one uh, the annual the annual memorial where we get together that was continuing the legacy you know never forgotten mm-hmm. continuing doing something on their behalf so maybe they were involved in like you know community events maybe they used to even help like the neighbor mow the lawn or something that you know once a month or something like that you know just continuing to do something that you know on their behalf uh, you can begin something in their honor like a club or like, you know, volunteer groups, um, you know, something that aligns with their passion. Mm -hmm. You can collect donations, like maybe during the holidays, you're collecting food from, you know, canned food from friends and, and, and donating to the food pantries, Mm -hmm. you know, collecting vouchers for groceries during the holidays, blankets, coats, you know, during the winter, um, you know, we well, like so many of us have like these friends givings and, you know, like we're yeah, getting everybody together. can. Yeah, yeah. Bring something. We're getting forward, together all the time. Forward, yeah. Put in your little invitation or mm-hmm. bring in, you know, mm-hmm. lightly used code or X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you decide to do. That's a great way to, you know, collect. I mean, excuse me, continue the legacy. Um, volunteer your time. Participate in a race to honor their life. You know, the race for breast cancer. Um but the point here is do not let them be forgotten. Do not let their memory be forgotten. You keep their memory alive for future generations. Um, and so th- let's just recap the stages. So we started with stage one, which is telling the story, their story, and your story. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's also a part of continuing the legacy is just keeping that story, you know, alive, keeping their memory alive and their story. Stage two, the aftermath, the, the, the place you're in immediately after the Monday after the funeral, everyone's gone, you're 
alone with your thoughts. You are, you're rock bottom Mm -hmm. pretty much, right? That's the aftermath. But then we get into stage three support systems and the support systems carry you and you start seeing that light. You start feeling a little hope. You get motivated to continue that legacy because you feel so strong because you are being uplifted Mm -hmm. and you feel like you can do this and you will, you will. Support systems, what I want to say here, the most important thing in the support system stage, find your people, okay? We gave a lot of different ways, you know, the different support systems that we had. That doesn't mean they all work for everyone. You find your combination. Find what works for you. Mm -hmm. But the number one thing, the first thing you need to do is find your people. And I say people because there could be like, like with us, you know, we had a neighbor, you know, and she had gone through it, I think 20 years before that. And so like, mm-hmm. you know, you, but I, we feel like a group. And like I said, if you're not ready to get out there to compassionate friends, to the support groups, to the hospice support groups, whatever groups, if you need to do it online, like, but just finding more than one sort of perspective on it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. More than like different stages that they're in the different Mm -hmm. places the five years the 10 years this Mm -hmm. is my first you know holiday without them there are so many different stories and so that's why i say find your people because you might just find like one person but you're not sure where they're at you know everyone grieves differently you know we we don't know if they if they've processed we don't know if they've you know they are dealing with and so it's good to have a group so that you can have again different stages that they're at, different perspectives. So find your people, please. I promise you that will help you get out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Please find your people. If you don't remember anything else, remember, find people that are in the same club, connect, relate. Okay, stage four, rebuilding. Remember that it takes time. It takes work, it's constant, it fluctuates up, down. Mm -hmm. Remember depression rehab. Don't beat yourself up if you fall off the wagon. Process your grief while you're there, right? Because you fell off, you're at rock bottom again. Get in your feelings, process them, and then try to build yourself up. Try it. You know, we're rebuilding. Try to get back on that wagon and do not feel um, not just like like beat yourself up, but don't feel like you you like you're behind. I don't know. You know, don't feel like you took two steps back. You didn't. You didn't. I promise. It's part of the process. Mm -hmm. Depression. Excuse me. Depression rehab rehab. is part of the process. And every time we'll get further and fewer and you will learn these triggers mm-hmm. and like i said even though you recognize them when they're happening mm-hmm. so you don't mm-hmm. stay there yeah and 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 even though you're in them and you might like again mm-hmm. we said even if you recognize them you're like oh my gosh his birthday's coming up i know yeah. two days before i get grumpy mm-hmm. and i start getting irritable with my you know wife or yeah. whatever like my husband my kids like why am i so you know why am i doing this or maybe like you're you've been crying and 
even though you know your triggers doesn't mean it's not going to happen but understanding them helps you mm-hmm. and, and again it, it will help you later on you will it will help you later on okay so and then stage five where we're at now continuing the legacy keeping the memory alive my worst fear in all this is that my brother is forgotten and so that's my job my my obligation to him i feel for him loving me so much taking such good care of me is that you know i need to keep his memory alive mm-hmm. and continue his legacy and we're not there yet but we will keep rebuilding and and get there and so so many different ways you can look up online more ways to continue the legacy it doesn't have to be again like i said like you know we weren't ready to do that big mm-hmm. all big right. giant you know foundation and scholarships like i wasn't ready so what do we do you know you plant trees you spread ashes you so there's so many different ways that you can continue the legacy again we do not claim to be experts we're not counselors Mm-mm certified in anything like that (laughs) this is just our experience this is just our 12 years of this journey 12 years since we entered this horrible club that i'll never get out of right Mm -mm. because this is now my life and i'm as i mentioned in episode one you know they say things in life that happen they don't define you well this did it does. It changed me and it changed our family. And yeah, so it, it does define us and who we are because now we have a different purpose, mm-hmm. and, you know, continuing his legacy and paying it forward. And so that's, that's all it is. It's just our experience and through our shared experience, we can only pray that we help at least one person, one right. family. And we want you to know that you are not alone. You are not alone on this journey. You're not. There are a lot of members in this club. And you're not alone. And I know it feels lonely. But find your support systems. Find your people. Reach out to us. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. I do want to mention that we do have a website, www.welcometotheclub.com. And it's the number two, welcome, the number two to the club. Um, And on that website, we do have um, a form you can contact us if you would like to, you know, anything. Share. Share your story. Share your story. Talk to us. Talk to us. Um, reach out if you need mm-hmm. to. Uh, if you want to be a guest on our mm-hmm. podcast and share your story, we'd love to we'd hear love from to you. Hear. Yes, definitely. We do phone yes. interviews. Mm-hmm. And so that's also, you can go on our website again. And we're also on Instagram. You can follow us at Welcome to the Club 2023. Again, the number two in the middle there. You can listen to us on Apple Podcast. Spotify, and Amazon Music. And all feedback is welcome. 
yes. all feedback is welcome. Please, yes. <laughs> if we need to improve, let us know. Yeah. If we're helping, let us know so we can continue mm-hmm. to do it that way. So we leave you today with our song of the week. And this one's called See You Again by Charlie Puth. And I'll read some of these lyrics and then again let you know how we relate. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. How can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I went through, you were standing there by my side. And now you're going to be with me for the last ride. So let the light guide your way. Hold every memory as you go. And every road you take will always lead you home. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. And um, when I was, you know, preparing for the podcast and kind of doing my homework and reading the lyrics, uh, I started crying because I was like, I haven't heard the song in a while, but yeah, this song definitely helps. And it's perfect for like the continue and the legacy, mm-hmm. you know. And the part that like made me cry because where it says, you know, um, and I have a lump in my throat, but it's, you know, we've come a long way, you know, from where we began. Mm-hmm. And so that's what made me just, you know, tear up because right. uh, I just can't believe <laughs> that we, you know, that we're this far into it. And I had to be reminded how how far we've come. I know. And, you know, right here, it's been a long day without you, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it is, you know, in the beginning, it's, gosh, the, you know, I read some of these old, the memories on the Facebook keep coming up. And some of them are like from like two days after he passed, a month after he passed. Yeah. And I'm saying that, I'm like, oh, gosh, it's so hard today. I don't think I can do this, you know. And so that's where it's like, you know, we've come such a long way and it's been such a long day without you. And, and I'll, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Mm-hmm. When I see you again. And I'll tell you all about how it was. And, and where he, you know, talks about, like, let the light guide your way. Like, you know, letting Rudy guide our way. And, but holding his memory as we go and know that every road we take, like, it's always going to lead us home. And he's always going to be with us. And, yeah, and it, it just, you know, the point of us doing this podcast is, like, I'm telling you, we, I'm not, I'm not using this word incorrectly. We literally thought that the world was going to end. Like, we did not think we were going to survive this. The bond that we had, our family, like, it's just, I mean, that's my brother, my best friend, my soulmate, my other half. You know, that was your baby, your firstborn. My dad, like, it's, it's, I, you know, we did not think we were going to survive. Did not think. It, it's just, it was, it's a whole different, like, it's, it's like an out of body experience. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, to reflect, like to actually like sit here and plan the podcast and read these lyrics is like, like reflection, like, holy moly, we, we have come a long way. Mm -hmm. And I just can't believe that we survived. I can't believe it. Um, and so that's, you know, I want you to know that if you're out there and you're feeling like how we felt in stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four, you know, we want to help you survive. We mm -hmm. want to help you survive. If we survived, we can help you survive. Because, yeah, I I'm not kidding you. World, when I'm telling you, mm -hmm. you know, we, we thought that was the end of us. Mm -hmm. So I just, this song really hits home. Because we've come a long way. And we've done a lot of work. And I'm really proud of you, Mom. I know it's hard for you to talk. And I know like when we go to groups, I always speak for us. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> and uh, like, you know, we did a prayer circle recently for my friend. And like, I, I know like you wanted to say something. I know. And you couldn't. I just held your hand. And I said, oh, I can say it. Like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know. Wow, so for you so to be on this together, podcast, you know, I'm really proud of you. I'm proud and of you. I know Rudy is. And so, and thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you, friends, family, organizations, support systems. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't have survived. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts mm -hmm. to the depths of our souls. Thank you so much for caring us. Thank you. And you're not alone out there. Reach out to us if you need to. Next week, we'll have a guest. And let's continue this journey. Thank you again for listening. We love you all. Until next time. Bye.